We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by So Rare. Are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and have actual utility? Try So Rare, the largest NFT-based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and compete with officially licensed digital cards of soccer players from over 180 clubs on So Rare. That's S-O-R-A-R-E.com. Okay, so joining me as usual to break down Saturday's three-game slate is Jordan Cooper. Uh, Jordan, we have a little bit different slate uh, than, than we've seen recently. Three home favorites, um, three significant home favorites. Uh, do you want to just give a quick breakdown, uh, general breakdown? Yeah, well, two significant home favorites and a somewhat, uh, a decently sized home favorite. So right. we got Liverpool at home to Aston Villa, Chelsea at home to Leeds. They both have implied uh, goal scoring at uh, 2.27, 2.42. Arsenal is at home to Southampton. They have an uh, implied goal total of 1.87. And then, you know, Southampton at 1, Leeds at 0.8, Aston Villa 0.85. I mean, essentially, we're kind of looking at at three teams, maybe three and a half teams on this slate. Obviously, you know, Leeds and Aston Villa – you know, you you could play guys a GPP wise, but uh, your focus primarily on Liverpool and Chelsea. I think Arsenal comes in a distant third on that. And on this slate, I'm not sure with with the rotation and players that are questionable. I'm not sure you could necessarily like. You're not going to be able to build lineups until these these elevens come out an hour before lock because we have to figure, we have to see what uh, Chelsea are going to do uh, on their wings, Alonzo and, and uh, Reese James, what they're going to do up front. I mean, like is Mount going to be in, is the etch going to be in, is Havertz going to be in, is Werner going to be in, right? What's going on in their midfield with Loftus cheek and Jorginho, who knows? Then we got Liverpool Liverpool is probably going to set up lineup as usual, but Jota is questionable. Maybe we get a Minamino start centrally, uh, but there's some questions there. Arsenal, uh, Smith-Rowe is questionable. 
How are they going to line up there? Are they going to play Lacazette with Aubameyang? Uh, and then, like, is is, is Tierney going to play instead of Nuno Tavares? Uh, and all all these all these things matter. I mean, like, like this is from building lineups. To me, this is much more of a GPP slate than a cash slate. There's there's no cash lineup that I'm I'm happy with. Like right. you're 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 probably playing two or three guys that if they score two or three points, you wouldn't be shocked because like what else are you playing? In fact, I'd rather play four defenders on this slate if possible. I'd rather play five defenders on the slate if possible, even than like midfield is gross and forward has no floor. So it comes down to a Liverpool slate. And the first thing that we always say is uh, to Salah or not to Salah. The pricing on the slate is, is a bit softer than we normally see on some players. Uh, we normally see Salah at like 12-2 or something, right? Like they, they start mm-hmm. pricing these guys up more. But the difference between Salah and Ted 8 and some of the other guys that are like 3,000 cheaper I don't Salah kills you if he scores two goals, but I'm not even sure if he's going to be that owned in cash games with the, the pricing the way it is. That like I'm not I'm not scared. I I I believe as of right now, uh Salah builds are not optimal for cash games. Uh yeah, I agree. Um so let's like start at forward. Forward's tough then. So just like process of elimination. We're not gonna play anyone from Leeds or Villa. Uh, at forward from cash games. Uh, Southampton, you may have an option in Tella for 4,100. Um, Arsenal normally doesn't have uh, cash forwards. I think you could consider Saka if, and only if Odegaard uh, isn't in the lineup, uh, then Saka would have some sets. Um, I think you could consider Lacazette only because of his price, 5,200, very cheap. Um, and then Liverpool and Chelsea don't normally have cash forwards, but I think you could consider Mane or Lukaku just because of price. 7,400, 7,300 seems very cheap. So then you have like a pool for cash of maybe Saka, Mane, Lukaku, Lacazette, Tella, five players. I mean, am I missing anybody? Sure. Like we don't know Chelsea's lineup. So if you get Christian Pulisic, 5,900, that looks pretty good. Timo Werner, 6,700. He can be considered too. But, you know, regardless of what happens, I still don't think, uh, I still don't think Sala is optimal. I agree with you. You're going to want to save that money for defender. You could even throw Aubameyang in that mix as well. I mean, if all the guys that we're mentioning are more goal dependent than anything else, we don't have like these, these wide set piece taking forward players that like, What's the big difference between Aubameyang and Havertz? Right. Or, or I mean, I'd rather play Lukaku because he has better goal-scoring odds, but ultimately Lukaku and Aubameyang have about the same floor, right? You know, they don't touch the ball that often, and when they do, it's a shot, and if they score, they score. If they don't, they don't. Uh, I feel most comfortable with, uh, with Mane at 7,400, being that he typically plays 90 and he plays uh, a little bit wider. Uh, like I would you play Minamino if he started at six thousand? Assuming that I can't see him going ninety minutes. Yeah, like I I wouldn't want to. 
I'd rather just find the salary and get to a Chelsea guy. I mean, Chelsea have no forwards priced over 7,300. Um, like I, yeah, I, I understand, I get Minamino 6,000, you know, on a, on a team with the, with the highest implied goal total, but yeah, no, I, I wouldn't love it. I mean, it seems, it seems fine, but I probably, I just I try to find the salary to, to get to those Chelsea guys, I guess, or get to Mane. Um, but there, but there's no instance that you're playing Rafinha at 9,000. No, I mean, absolutely not in cash games. No. Um, I'm surprised that he's that expensive. I mean, I to am me, too. like Rafinha would be like a play like, oh, you tell me he's 6,400 as the one of the biggest underdogs. It's like, oh, that, that could be viable. But I mean, dude, he's the second highest priced player on the entire slate, practically. Right. Well, third if highest. He's, yeah. Uh, if he's, you know, the same salary as James Ward-Prowse, then, then yeah, you could consider him. Um, 9K away to Chelsea. Yeah, you mentioned there's a lot of soft pricing on this slate. That is probably the opposite of soft pricing. So, no, I don't think we consider Rafinha. Uh, at least I don't, I don't see my. I don't also don't see myself getting the Tella if he's in at 4100. The the there's no midfielders. I mean, uh, well, we could talk about some midfielders. I just don't see a reason to punt the forward spot when the players that you'd be playing in the midfield at like 7K would be the guys that were forward eligible anyway. I mean, like, I agree. Tella, Tella at 41. If you're not going to play Tella, if he was just midfield only, then it doesn't matter to me whether or not he's a forward. It's not the type of slate where just take the lowest price forward because no one is, is good. It's like, you, you're going to be forced to play some guys. I'd rather play a $4,100 midfielder or defender or, you know, from one of these, I'd rather play a guy like Fabinho at 3,400 than play, than play Tella. Yeah. And, okay. I, I would too. And I agree with what, what you said. Um, now, what if, what if you want to play um, Ward Prowse and then let's say ZH starts and Mount doesn't, or let's say um, Emil Smith Rowe is in, uh, you know, and, and going to be taking set pieces, you know, you, you could you could pay up at midfield spots? I mean, if you're going to play Ward Prowse, and it's possible that Ziyech or Emil Smith Rowe are decent cash plays, uh, maybe Tella becomes more viable. Then I, I don't know. There could be some some midfielders worth paying up for. It could be, but I'm not. I'm not sure that that's optimal. Yeah, I, th- I think to me, to me, the best play, the be- the the best overall plays on the slate are all defender eligible. Mm-hmm. So, like to me, like if. If I'm going to play three defenders that are sixty or fifty nine hundred and above, it's going to be very hard for me. To, I mean, then would I rather play two seven k plus forwards, or rather play like it comes down to do I want to play James Ward Prowse at sixty seven hundred, or do I want to play Mane Lukaku those guys? And truthfully, I think on this slate I'd rather take the ceiling than Ward Prowse's floor being a road underdog. Even in like, cash, I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing whatever I can to. I don't feel like spending salary on the underdogs on this slate. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I was wondering what you were going to say about Ward Prowse because, you know, I know you like Ward Prowse, and it is a you know under seven k. You know, sixty seven hundred is a pretty good salary. It's not like he's at Liverpool. At Arsenal is a bit different. It's still not a very good matchup. 
Um, I agree. I think the defenders on the slate are better plays than Ward Prowse. Uh, I do like Ward Prowse's penalty kick upside. Um, he does have a ceiling in him when he gets on the score sheet. Um, so yeah, what, what do you think about him? I mean, I think he's fine. But you're just, just, he's not like a cash priority for you. No, no. It's not like one of these slates where it's like, just plug in James Ward-Prowse and get it over with. No, I, I, to me, the the cash priorities are at the the defender position. I'm more likely to fill out my midfield spots with whatever fits and prioritize forward and defender and truthfully goalkeeper Mm -hmm. over the midfielders. I, I don't feel compelled. And even, even depending on how Arsenal and Chelsea line up, I may not even care who takes set pieces. For for like, I mean, I care if Mount's in. Like, it's one of those situations that if there's one clear guy, sure. But mm-hmm. outside of that, if we see Odegaard and Saka and Smith Rowe, like, what do I? If they're gonna split like twelve set pieces and they may be three here, four there, like, it's not like they're cheap. I mean, we're we're talking about like Odegaard's at seventy six hundred, Smith Rowe's at eighty two hundred, like Mount's at ninety three hundred, like. Why, why would I prioritize these guys unless they were clearly like a set? They're priced as if they have a set piece monopoly, but these guys never do. Right. And, you know, we've seen Chelsea sets are just, they're just always, they're just always tough to predict. They switch their set piece taker pretty frequently. Just when you think you know who it's going to be, it's not the next game. It's it's very frustrating. Um, Arsenal, yeah, they don't really have a monopoly taker. I mean, Odegaard's the closest thing, but he's not like a, you know, a guy we really try to target uh, for DFS, um, especially, especially at that salary. So, okay, then moving to midfield. Um, which guys, you know, which cheap guys are you looking to get in there? Uh, I mean, I'm going to, like, we have to see what Chelsea's lineup is going to be. Cause I think the best midfield play could be Ross Barkley, mm-hmm. right? If Barkley starts and then I have no problem, you know, he's shown to take a lot of their set pieces and a 50 feet, 500. I don't mind that. Even if he only plays 70 minutes. So like, I don't mind him. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I 5,100 for Henderson is, not what I want to play, but I mean, I'd, I if Jorginho's in, there's penalty kick upside there. So I'll take him at 4,600. I think uh, uh, Loftus-Cheek, if he's in, at 4,100. Uh, I mean, I'm really just looking at the favored sides. Like yeah. That's why like Fabinho ain't bad. I think it's, it's weird to say Thomas Party at 3,300. I don't think is a bad punt. I mean, you're just basically punt going, give me four points and maybe you get an assist. Some, maybe you have something like that. But I mean, you have, if I'm going to pay that little for a player, I'm going to play one of the favorite players. I, I for, like, I, I'm not looking at guys like playing John McGinn at 5,300, right? I'm not looking at playing, uh, 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 I mean, I don't even know who I'd play. Like it just, it just seems like the underdogs, like why, Buendia or something, if he's in the lineup at 4,900 at Liverpool. Like, why am I doing that? Yep. Like, I just I just want to get as much exposure as I can to the favorites. Uh, in cash games, especially. Yep. Uh, and there's cheap enough guys. that pricing is soft enough that, like, even some of these guys that are on those underdogs, I'd rather play someone like Joel Matip or Virgil van Dijk or like one of the Chelsea center backs. Like, I'd rather play those guys in a utility spot 
but most likely my utility spots. I mean, I can't see. I know we're talking about midfield. I, I can't see you playing more than three midfielders. I, I can't see you playing more than two, like the two required midfielders. Because to me, it's so clear that you're playing three defenders. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, so clear to play three defenders. Um, as far as uh, that midfield, uh, I agree. I think Barkley would probably be close to a lock for cash games. You know, sounds weird to say, but he took almost all the set pieces midweek in the Champions League. He's one guy where, yeah, I would expect him to take the set pieces if he's in there. I mean, Mount was in there. And Reese James was in there, yet Barkley was taking the set pieces. So that's pretty telling. Um, I think, I mean, obviously it doesn't matter what I think, but I think uh, Loftus-Cheek and and Jorginho are going to start. Um, I think Loftus-Cheek is healthy. I think they're both healthy, actually, um, even though it doesn't say that. Yeah, I think, I think Loftus-Cheek would be fine for 4,100. I totally agree with you that I want to play the favored uh, cheap midfielders over any of these underdog midfielders. And also, yeah, weird to say, I think Thomas party is a cash game play this week, uh, spending all the way down. Uh, yeah, you know, I could talk about party, but I think he actually has more, yeah, he has more upside than he's shown recently. The game log doesn't look great. Um, but this matchup's better than a lot of Arsenal's recent matchups. Um, He's been known to take a few set pieces, take some long shots. You know, um, yeah, Southampton are starting, uh, I believe Southampton are starting 40-year-old Willie Caballero. I can't remember the last time he made a starting goal, but it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, Arteta instructed the team to take a few more long shots. Um yeah, so I agree with you. Favored cheap midfield uh, seems like the way to go, and only two midfielders. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Um, so then defender, uh, you mentioned wanting to play three, which three would you like to get in? You're playing three of these four guys. I mean, it's just, it's very clear cut. Trent Alexander, Arnold, Andrew Robertson, Reese James, Marcus Alonso. Like that, like, like there's not, you're playing three of those, like whatever three you want to play. I'd prioritize Trent over, over all of them. And I wouldn't, and I, and I wouldn't, if Mount, especially if Mount is in, I wouldn't necessarily prioritize Reese James. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, like between the two, cause Reese James is 7,700. Uh, obviously we could get a lineup where Aspen Laqueta is wide, right? We get, I mean, Chilwell's out. So I'm assuming Alonzo is in, but you never, you never know what that, what they're going to do. Uh, but depending, I mean, to me, it's Trent Alexander, Arnold. I, I both, to me, the Liverpool uh, fullbacks are more valuable than the Chelsea fullbacks. Yeah. Uh, so like, to me, I go Trent Alexander, Arnold, Robertson, Alonzo, James, and, but I mean, I wouldn't put those three in. Like, I don't mind any three of these guys. So whatever fits in the rest of my lineup, like, that's fine. I would, I would essentially say Trent for 8,000, he probably should be 9,500 uh, to plug him in. But then mm-hmm. if you, if you say, oh, I have money to play Reese James and I play Reese James and Robertson, that's fine. If you want to play James and Alonzo, that's fine. If you play Robertson, like whatever combination of the other two. I think is perfectly fine. Uh, I to me to me in cash games like unless for some odd reason like Samikas starts. I mean, essentially, essentially it we're not playing Arsenal fullbacks, right? We're not playing Tomiyasu. We're not playing you know even center backs or whatever. Like just it's it's three of these guys. These I mean I mean I mean look at their floors. Their floor is a goal worth of points. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you like, but how do you, and, and their, their floor is a goal's worth of points and some of the, and they're priced less than the forwards that yeah have a um, ceiling of the same score. Yep. I pretty much agree with all that. I think, I think you just locked Trent in. Uh, you mentioned he's underpriced, uh, probably should be nine K. Um, seems like the safest of these options ha- ha- has a, as high of ceiling um, as any of them. Uh, one thing to mention about Reese is he played center defensive mid uh, on Wednesday against Zenit and did pretty much nothing uh, fantasy wise. Yeah, he finished with 6.7 DraftKings points and he didn't take any set pieces. Um, so, you know, keep an eye out on the formation. I don't think he'll line up there again, but. But he could, and then uh, I but probably. Typically, if he's lining up there, that means Jorginho and Loftus Cheek are out, and Saul's not in. You know, like, like you'll be able to tell just from the personnel. Like, even if like Bot Mob or Sofa Score screws it up or whatever. Yeah. Like, if you see if you t- see two other central midfielders in the starting lineup for Chelsea, that means James is playing as a as a wingback. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because. I actually got a little confused confused by it, and I know some other people did in the Champions League uh, because I'm just trying to check quick, but Saul uh, was in the starting lineup, so was Barkley, so was Mount, and it seemed, you know, that SofaScore and FopMob had 
did not have Reese there. They had Reese on the wing. Um, I'm just, you, you should be able to tell, but like they, they played a formation that I'm not sure that they played it before because they didn't have, you know, central midfielders in there. Uh, Hudson Adoy played right wing back, which he has before. Um, to yes, me, that's I the tell. I mean, to me, that's the, like, you take a look, if you don't see defensive midfielders and you see a doy, it's an Adoy in there, like, and you see Alonzo, you know where Alonzo's going to be. So, like, to, to me, to me, that would have been, that would have been the tell. But I mean, I can, I can understand it being confusing. It's the same thing that we used to have with Aspilicueta, right? It would look like he's playing, like, on, 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 it's like, oh, yeah, he's playing fullback. It's like, nope, he's playing. In the back three, and we've seen that with Reese James before. Okay, like so James is playing in the back three. It's like no, just count the center backs. Okay, like, so I brought the, guys. You'll you should be able to tell. Yeah. Okay, so I brought the formation up, and this is why I was confused. Um, Saul Saul played on the left wing, uh, left wing back, which I didn't expect. You know, formations had him. You would expect him as center mid. I mean, I expected Saul to be at center mid with either Mount or Barkley. Like Mount and Barkley being in there made it seem like one of them would play deeper just because uh, Timo and Lukaku uh, were in there. So you figure Timo Lukaku up top with either Mount or Barkley, that would mean the other one's in central midfield. Um, but it they use Saul on the left wing, which is kind of weird. Um so yeah, I don't know. And and anyways, you sh you should be able to tell. Um, I I got confused, and I like to think that normally I'm pretty good at at figuring the formations out based on the lineups. Uh, but this time it was a bit confusing. Uh, anyway, uh, I agree. So so Trent, yeah, Trent's just the first one in there. Uh, Reese James, yeah, maybe he's expensive. Uh, set pieces just aren't guaranteed. Um, but he, Depending on the lineup, you can maybe figure if he's going to have any or not. But again, still never guaranteed. Uh, Marcus Alonso. I really don't like rostering Marcus Alonso, but I understand it. His salary came down. Uh, he hasn't taken sets in a few games. But again, then he'll show up and take 13 uh, like he did a few games ago. But he also has uh, open play value. I mean, these guys have open play value also. So like, I, like Alonso, it's not like he defends. Right. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they have open play value also. Uh, I guess what I'm getting to is probably Robertson uh, seems safest uh, to get in there after Trent, at least for me. He's cheaper and you just, yeah, you know he's going to be take. you know he's going to take sets. He's probably a little bit too cheap, uh, has a good floor. But yeah, you're rostering three of these guys. Uh, I will say, uh, as it pertains to Arsenal, um, Nuno Tavares has a higher floor than people might realize in these matchups. Um, I'm not like saying he's a cash play, but, um, like if, yeah, to be honest, if it were between Marcus Alonso, or if I had to go down, if I needed 800 and, and I had to play Tavares over Marcus Alonso, I don't think that's bad. Like, I, I don't think you're making a mistake, I guess, is all I'm saying. I agree with you. I would prioritize Liverpool and Chelsea, absolutely. Um, but I don't hate Tavera's, uh, like, over Alonso, uh, for example. Right. I, I would think it's suboptimal, but not like, I wouldn't call you nuts. 
Yeah. Um, okay. To me, it's, it's weird on this late. I prioritize. It's if, if I had to go down from Alonzo to Tavares to get either either Allison or Mendy, I would do that. I, to me, I, I I think I'm on a three-game slate. I tend to care, like, since there's less goalkeepers to choose from, like, it's even more important to get 10 to 12 points out of one of them. Obviously, you know, if Liverpool give up a goal and Chelsea don't, then you need Mendy. If it's the other way around, like, you, you're not going to know which one. Uh, but like, I'm not going to play, I'm not, I'm not going to play Ramsdale. I'll mm-hmm. find the 300. I'll find the 400. So mm-hmm. to me in cash games, I'm either going to play Allison, Mendy or, or Caballero. Like if, if I, I'm less likely to have Arsenal players in my lineup. So if I'm going to pay down, I'm paying 3,900 for Caballero. Cause based on the odds, like Caballero probably, I mean, the spread between uh, Ramsdale and Caballero probably should be more like 5,200 and 4,200. And we have it at 5,539. So from like a line value perspective, technically Ramsdale's overpriced and Caballero is, is underpriced. Yep. But I'm not yep. a big fan of, I'm not a big, uh, the, the, the soccer bias, uh, is like, I'm not, I'm not thrilled about playing Caballero. Right. Goal. No, yeah, I, I agree. Um, gonna want to get up to Allison or Mendy, uh, both for cash games and and also tournaments. Uh, everything you said, I agree with you. Like and to put, put things into perspective a little, just if you look at the uh Roto Wire cheat sheet, which you could get if you're a subscriber, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Uh, that Liverpool has slightly higher win percentage, but Chelsea has a slightly higher clean sheet percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like, so, like, we have Liverpool wins at seventy-seven point five, Chelsea at seventy-five point four five, Liverpool clean sheet forty-three point eight, Chelsea forty-six point one. I think that's primarily due to the fact that uh, uh, Villa's a better team now than Leeds. What's going yeah. on with Leeds? Leeds, Leeds is just like just dropped. I mean, they, they've. I feel more comfortable with Mendy. I don't know. I don't see how Leeds scores. <laughs> Yeah, so I agree. What's happened? What's happened with Leeds? Yeah, they they do not look like the team uh, from last year. There, well, everyone's so, out. They've Bamford out. They have Phillips out. I mean, like dealing with a lot the of the core of their team is injured. Um, I do feel I feel pretty com. It's tough. I feel pretty comfortable with Allison too, only because yeah. So Leeds still plays. You know they don't sit back. They'll at least still play their style and and you know I guess try to be more attacking. You know they still have you know Rafinha and a few players who can you know unlock defenses. And Chelsea, you know they they gave up quite a few amazing chances to get against Zenit uh, midweek, and they gave up three goals against Zenit. Now, I know, you know, it's just one game, recency bias, all that. Um, I think Chelsea's clean sheet odds are higher, also partly because of how amazing Mendy and the defense has been. I mean, Mendy's clean sheet numbers are absolutely ridiculous. I mean, since joining Chelsea, he's kept a clean sheet in over 50% of his matches, over 50% of his matches this season. So yeah, I mean, I feel safe with either guy. 
Like, I don't know, you know, you say Chelsea, I'd probably lean Allison, but again, like we're splitting hairs. Both, both, both of them are the same. Go with, go with whoever you feel more comfortable with. Yeah. But just understand that you may, it, the difference, it's going to be the most important decision in your lineup possibly. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you're not going to be able to be able to predict, right? You play Allison and then Liverpool wins three to one. And then Chelsea wins two, nothing. And Mendy has 14 points and Allison has three. And that's, and there's the cash line. And there you go. I mean, like, right. Right. So there, there's no wrong answer until after the slate. No, you're right. And it's going to be an important decision. Uh, look, I, I understand Mendy, like another thing that like usually has me preferring Allison and or Ederson. I bring up Ederson's because I like Liverpool and city. They just possess the ball so much. And the other teams get so few chances where I can see Leeds at least creating some chances, um, even though they've been bad, um, just the way they play and sort of, uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, uh, make whatever argument you want, pick, pick whichever guy you like. Um, With all this discussion about Chelsea and Liverpool GPPs, Nuno Tavares plus Thomas Party plus uh, Aubameyang. Or, I mean, I just think all these all these Arsenal guys, especially if Smith Rowe is in, like mm-hmm. it, it makes them all like like from a floor perspective like overpriced. But well, who says Arsenal can't win three nothing? I mean, like why why couldn't you play? I mean, I think all these guys are going to be under. I think Aubameyang is going to be the most under owned player on the slate for his goal yep. scoring odds. I agree with you. Uh, Arsenal looks really good for GPP. Um, they this is a big game for Arsenal. Uh, after they've lost three of their last four now, uh, losing to Liverpool and Manchester United, which is okay, but then like a sort of a heartbreaking loss to to Everton on Monday. This is a big game for Arsenal. Uh, yeah, they're going to want to win. They're going to want to score goals. I mean, this is. Yeah, Obama Yang is going to be underowned. Uh, Smith Rowe, I, I always love r- rostering Smith Rowe. I love him as a player. Uh, he's always less popular. Like no, no one rosters him, uh, you know, because pe- people go to Saka. Uh, so yeah, makes a lot of sense. Uh, so like, what are you thinking for GPPs? I guess uh, Arsenal. Anything else? Arsenal, and then trying to fi- trying to find cheap midfield goals. Yep. I mean, essentially, because I mean, it's like, like we only have three games to choose from. So it's not like, like Chelsea, Lukaku is going to be popular. Mane and Salah are going to be popular. Uh, Whoever's in the front, whoever's in the front line for Chelsea and Liverpool are going to be owned. I think Mm -hmm. the Arsenal ones are going to be the lower owned ones. So to me, it's like, like if, you know, you play Jorginho or Loftus-Cheek instead of Lukaku, you play Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago, you know, basically you're playing those two teams, but just the midfielders of those two teams. And then the other the other thing is uh, you could play uh, a forward. Like, why not play, you play Arsenal, but you also play Armando Broja or Che Adams. Like, so as long as you're fighting the goal scorer, I think the problem is with the underdogs is that I don't want to take a shot on like Oriol Romeo. I mean, like those types of guys. It's like you want the goal. You want a forward from those teams that get get a goal or maybe two goals like that. Like if you're going to play Villa, play Watkins, right? Play someone like that. Yeah. Uh, but I would only play them alongside 
players from the opposing team. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not playing for a Villa one nothing win. I'm playing for Liverpool winning four to one, and Watkins has that goal right or uh, or Leeds. You're playing uh, like Rodrigo or something, or or Harrison or even Click, I guess. Uh, but you're playing them with like three Chelsea players because they do score one goal. And in fact, you'd rather have the underdog score the goal early. Yep. And then you have three or four guys from the other side of the game, and now they're going nutso, and the other team is parking the bus. So it's like, to me, that that is a way to get different. That's, to me, a secondary way of getting different. I'm more likely to, like, I'll play, like, in a lineup, I'm playing the Liverpool forwards and then the Chelsea midfielders, like the cheap mm-hmm. Chelsea midfielders or a Chelsea center back goal. Or I'm doing the opposite. I'm playing Chelsea forwards and then I'm playing Thiago, Fabinho, Van Dyke type of thing. Or Arsenal in general. Like to me, I don't think you need to do anything. Once you play Arsenal players in your lineup, then just play whoever the hell you want at that point because I think they're going to be the, the lowest owned players regardless. You don't have to yeah. think in terms of, oh, I'm going to play Obama Yang. I'm going to play Thomas Party. I'm going to play Nuno Tavares. I can't play Mane in this or Lukaku in this line. No, you, of course you can because I think you're perfectly different just by what you're doing with Arsenal. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, if I'm going to go to an underdog, it's definitely going to be a Southampton forward. You know, it, it's never shocking when any team scores against Arsenal, whether they're underdogs or not. And the, the prices on the Southampton forwards are uh, pretty favorable. Um, I agree. Like, it, you're looking for the cheap midfield goal. That's what I'll be doing. Uh, GPP strategy uh, for me on these small slates, I'm going to want to play the three highest scoring defenders. It's not that much different than cash. Uh, and then find some goals. Um, sort of just analyzing the games. Like normally, you know, I favor Liverpool over Chelsea just in terms of targets. But I think it's opposite on this slate. Uh, the prices on Chelsea are cheap and the matchup is amazing. Um, like if it was Liverpool against Leeds, I'd want the Liverpool guys. But Chelsea against Leeds, they are going to create many clear-cut chances, uh, and those forwards are very cheap. Um, so, you know, I lean the Chelsea guys, and then uh, I'll try to find, like, one spot to get different, you know, a cheap midfield or a cheap forward that isn't going to be played. Or, um, like you said, I plan on playing Arsenal uh, uh, with Chelsea guys, and that should be good enough. Uh, I don't think you need to do too much uh, to worry about getting different on this slate as long as you – like you said, play some Arsenal, play some cheap mids. That's pretty much it. Right. And you have to expect that Villa is going to be up for this game, right? Gerard coming to Anfield. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, if there, if there's a game that, uh, that, that, the that the manager wants to have a good showing, it's going to be, it's going to, I mean, had, this is going to be his first time. I mean, he, right. This is his first time as a manager back at Anfield. Yep. Um, and yeah, and, you know, and, and he'll, and he'll get, he'll get a he'll get a standing ovation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, that, I mean, come a on. He's, he's a club legend. I mean, come on. It doesn't matter that he's, he's on the other side of the, you know, the touchline or whatever, but no, no, it, it's one of the, it's one of those people that, you know, if, if, if Liverpool fans were going to root for any other team in the Premier League, it's going to be Aston Villa with Gerard at manager. Right. Yeah. He's, you know, one of the biggest Liverpool legends in history, basically universally loved uh, by everyone who supports that club. Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, 
you could see Villa frustrating Liverpool. They've looked pretty good defensively since uh, Gerrard's got there. Uh, Liverpool's also in great form. They've been tearing teams apart for the most part, so it wouldn't shock you if they put up three or four either. Um, I'm just I'm throwing yeah. in the narrative. I don't really care, but I'm just no, no. I just I, I, throw I, it in there that people don't realize that that you know that they may be a little bit more extra motivated to play defense at least. Absolutely, yeah. It's a big game. Uh, narratives are important sometimes. Um, but yeah, three game slate. I mean, not too much to cover. I think, or you know, I think we covered pretty covered much it. everything. Um, right. It would be much more interesting of a slate if these were three closer games. Right. Like you're right. There's just when you eliminate teams, you, you have even less to choose from. Um, so it's one of those sort of, sort of don't overthink it, I guess. Um, you don't, there's just a lot. I don't overthink the teams, but there are actually multi, there are tons of ways to make combinations there. There are multiple options on a lot of these teams that like, I would not be sure there, there are like 10 guys on the slate that I would not be shocked if they showed up with two goals. No. So what I would say is then, uh, play the best three defenders, whoever you think those are, and then uh, let salary dictate the rest because, um, you know, Mane is cheaper than all the Liverpool forwards. We've said this before. He he can easily be the highest scoring of all of them. Yeah, you know, I, I don't need to get into it. Play uh, Focus on the defenders you want and let salary dictate the rest, I guess. Yep. Okay. Um, See, we didn't need Adam for this. We didn't need uh, we didn't need Adam to call out his what what uh, uh, what Lianco goal what goal what 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 garbage center back is you know I Rudiger, think we'd be on Rudiger I, I'd definitely be on Rudiger was just gonna say that uh, this is a Rudiger slate um, I know you you mentioned briefly about playing a center back uh, in the flex as opposed to uh, a midfielder. I'm totally on board with that. Um, I just won a tournament a couple weeks ago with a center back at the flex and Rudiger is the perfect guy for that. Uh, I just saw actually this morning, uh, there's news about him uh, getting a contract that's going to make him the the highest paid defender in the world or one of them, uh, but that doesn't matter. He shoots all the time uh, and it's a good matchup for Chelsea. So I'll, I'll take Adam's role uh, as the center back whisperer because I'm sure, like you said, he would recommend Rudiger. I like Rudiger too now that he's not 4,500. Okay. Um, thanks, Jordan. Uh, I know we have Premier League games midweek next week. Uh, we might have some podcasts. We'll see. Uh, if not, there'll definitely be one on Friday. Uh, so thank you, Jordan. And Good luck, everybody. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.